Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Always glad to, that it's a Monday because it's Cray News with Kay on a Monday. Kay Smythe, uh, news and commentary writer at The Daily Caller. You see her on Newsmax TV all the time. You see her here on my show all the time. Kay, how are you? Good to see you. I'm good, Joe. I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm exhausted today. Bachelorette weekend. Bachelorette oh. season okay. is happening. So it's been a lot of it, but I'm feeling good. We've got some crazy news today. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. I appreciate you asking. So when you're in your age range, is it like everybody's getting married? Pretty much everyone, I think, is getting married at this point. I know my colleague Chrissy Clark just got engaged this weekend. I highly recommend everyone should check out her. I think I know Chrissy. Yeah, we've had Chrissy. There's a couple of documentaries, actually, she's done. But the latest is Groomed. You can find it on the Daily Caller. It's all about the... uh, sort of attacks against children by the woke left. Let's just sort of leave it at that. Let let, let me ask you this, because you you have a history in California. You know that it's nuts. I know know that it's nuts. Most people watching and listening know that it's nuts. But are they really passing a law that says if you're a parent, not not a parent like APPA or a parent, a mother or a father, and your like 12, 13, 14-year-old child wants to get some mutilating operation, and take some puberty blockers. If you don't let them, you could lose your parental rights. That's not true, right? Um, I would not put it past California. I know that there was a woman. I was either in California or Oregon. I it was definitely a West Coast state. One of the two. Uh, there was a woman who had multiple adoptive children. Went to adopt another one because she's an incredible human being, okay. and she was rejected for that adoption based on her based based on the fact that basically she's a Christian. And that she does not support the sterilization and mutilation of children. So for California to propose a law like this, no, that completely makes sense to me. That is the stupidest place in the world that is run by the stupidest people in the world. And all they want to do is continue to destroy the human race. So why would they not propose something that horrific? It wasn't that long ago that we would lock people up for doing things like this. Now Mm -hmm. we're going to take away your children if you don't let them go under the knife before they're 18. Listen, when you're 18 and older, you and I have talked about this, I'm against it, but if you want to mutilate your body, whatever, it's your body. But the idea that a parent can't say, no, you're not going to cut that off or add this over here or do this thing, they'll be in trouble and lose their parental rights. We've gone completely off the cliff. No, it's it's the most evil thing. And I think it's part of this like incessant drip feeding that we've been seeing for the state to basically take control of our children. We've heard Joe Biden say on multiple occasions, it's like, they're not your kids. They're all of our kids. Nobody. No, they're not. Everyone's kids belong to them and no one else up until the age of 18. That's how it works. That's, how it's, saying that. That's how it's always going to work. You said that quite a few times now that they are not your children. They're everyone's children. That's that's no, they're not. Not even for a second. Listen, you're not feeding them. You're not caring for them. You're not housing them. You're not clothing them. These are our children that came from our DNA or we've adopted them. And this is this is sort of one big one world government. This is what Hillary Clinton said when she was running for president 16, uh, that it takes a village to raise a child. That's not true. It takes unless the village is my house. Right. I I just what terrifies me is the number of people, though, who are actually being indoctrinated by this rhetoric. It's a small percentage, but it's a loud and actionable percentage. And the thought that the state can do anything like this conversation came up recently. I was in a large group of friends, lots of different political beliefs there, a lot of varied ideologies. And I just threw out the question. I was like, okay, name me one thing that the government like one problem that the government has solved. I can't. And 
everyone sat there in silence and i was like you understand that like these people the more that we talk about them from the perspective of them potentially doing something positive the more we're being lulled into this false sense of security that anyone is going to take better care of us than ourselves yeah, the whole thing is nuts but this is big world government big world control big globalist wef stuff and I really believe, and many don't agree with this, but I believe they're pushing the trans stuff because if you're trans, you can't have kids. Uh, generally speaking, although we're seeing men allegedly who are pregnant, but um, I think this is also also about depopulation, something we've talked about a lot. Go to ksmyth.com. It's ksmyth. Appreciate you on a Monday. Let's talk about these wildfires. They're still continuing. Is the haze still floating around New York? I mean, do we know what started these fires? So many idiots, K, are saying it's global warming or climate change when I've heard that some people have been arrested for starting them. Oh, yeah, like half the wildfires that started last year in the States were caused by people. In fact, I think it was more than half. I think it was most of them. Um, I don't know who's starting these fires. I don't know what's starting these fires. All I know is that they're not really going to stop anytime soon. As of this morning, I believe there were 435 active fires. About 200 of those are out of control. People are being evacuated en masse across Canada. Now, we've had a little bit of a reprieve from the smoke here in the States just because we've had some of that warm, like, low, what's it, uh, low, what's the thingy thing? Low pressure. You know? Low pressure. Pressure. See, yeah. I would have been a terrible weather girl. Yes. Like, that is the most basic word right, in call weather. Call me Joe the meteorologist, yes. Yes, I would have, no, weather girl. I wouldn't have been a meteorologist. I say call um, me Joe the meteorologist. I just saved the day. You're welcome. No, it was fantastic. We make it such a great team. Oh, but anyway, so we've had this low pressure system coming in that's brought in uh, a little bit of a reprieve. But no, the smoke's going to be back. I don't know when it's going to be back. But probably the rest of this year, it's going to be a crazy wildfire season. And the fact of the matter is we also just had one of the wettest winters on record across the sort of western half of the United States. Uh, we could easily easily manage all of our water resources and take care of these wildfires with what god has given us in the last six months right but yet again i'm sure the government are going to step in and do everything in their power to butcher the situation make it so much worse i i think we're going to see a lot of natural disasters this year joe i just have this gut feeling that this is just going to be the year where they really start to shove down our throats that sort of like fear of climate change. We had fear of COVID after coming out, you know, we had that sort of about what, like 12 year break since like 2008, which right. was a little bit murky. It got us lulled into a false sense of security. We started to, you know, focus more on the TV and like get really into politics. They managed to divide us ideologically. We had the COVID lockdowns and we kind of proved to them or, you know, these global elites that will do anything they say. So like if you're the worst person in the world, why wouldn't you start a fire tell everyone that it's being caused by something that they have done, which is gaslighting, which is something that happens in an abusive relationship. Right. Uh, then you force people out of their homes and you force them to become more dependent upon you. Like, it's just textbook. And even if, even if I'm wrong and these fires are all completely natural and this is just a really sad coincidence that this happened suddenly at this moment in time, even though it's probably happened thousands of times before we just haven't lived here long enough to know it i think that we're currently in a situation where we're going to see a lot of these disasters be used to kind of cultivate the same control 
as they did during COVID. And I just want to pressure like everyone, like obviously stay safe, but do not bow down to whatever you are told to do to make yourself safe. Like totally. you know what that's going to keep you safe. Do that first before yeah. anything the government tells you. No, I'm with you. We, we all should have learned a very valuable lesson during the COVID time because they lied to us over and over again. I mean, it was just constant lying about the shots and about where it came from, about everything else, about wearing masks. So uh, what you say is certainly very, very important. And people, I hope, will heed that. It's Smythe. Go to Smythe.com. Check out everything she does over on The Daily Caller. Now, do you, you don't know what my favorite movie is, do you? Oh my gosh, no, I don't know what, what what's my favorite movie. Oh, you know, that one. Uh, so yeah. uh, mine is, <laughs> from before you were even thought of, not even a glimmer in mommy and daddy's eye, Somewhere in Time with Christopher Reeve and, uh, and what's her face? Oh, I can't think of her name now. I've had her on the show. Uh, she was uh, a Dr. Quinn medicine woman, uh, Jane Seymour. So uh, here it is, Christopher Reeve, who was Superman, was mm-hmm. in this movie, uh, Jane Seymour was in the movie. In the movie, he goes back in time to, to meet up with her because as she's dying, she was much older than he, she stopped by to say, come back to me. He's like this college guy. And he's like, what do you mean come back to you? So the whole movie is he goes back. So time travel to me is something I've always, always, always been interested in. The movie came out when I was like 12 or 13. So you're now, uh, are you alleging? You're not alleging. You can't really travel in time, right? I mean, a couple of scientists, the Russian government okay. and the CIA think that we might be able to. Okay. Come on. I'm serious. I'm absolutely deadly serious. No, no. I've uh, I got a friend. Uh, his name is AJ. He runs a YouTube channel called The Y Files. So W-H-Y Files. Uh, he deep dives on some of the craziest stuff you've ever heard of. I think we've, we've actually talked about uh, some of the stuff that he's introduced me to. Uh, through his show on this show in the past. I just, uh, this latest video, Joe, it's 40 minutes. You can find it linked all over the Daily Caller. Um, If you just type in my name and time travel or go to my Twitter, it's all over my Twitter today. So back in the last century, let's say start of the last century, there was this physicist and this physicist proposed a lot of crazy things most of which have since been proven to be fairly accurate, at least, you know, at least as accurate as one can sort of get physics. Um, There's a lot, there's so many things that we don't know that like, it's all really guesswork, but other people have kind of proven his theories correct. This guy basically threw out the theory, the dark matter, this thing that makes up a majority of our universe is actually just time energy. So you kind of have to completely reshape your thinking of everything around you to like get your head around it. And I think that what they do on the Y files or what AJ and uh, his sidekick, if you will, Hecklefish, what they what they really manage to do is explain the detailed science in a way that is digestible. But you basically have to start thinking of time as matter and less so as like an abstract construct that doesn't actually exist. Yeah, no, um, I'm going to go ahead and say you can't time travel until you prove to me that we can. But then again, when I was a kid, I didn't think that we could talk to each other on our on, on phones that we held in our hands either. Um, and we could have video that's full HD too. So there's a lot that I never thought could happen that is happening. But this concept in and of itself, maybe I'm too rigid in my abstract of time belief, but that would be whacked. Because if you could, why don't you go back and kill Hitler? I mean, if you could, well, you, you know what I mean? A bunch of people have actually... So this is the crazy thing. So it's a bunch of people have travel. gone back and killed Hitler. 
So it's not time travel in the sense of you're going to go back and guarantee that you will be physically present at another moment in time as if, you know, someone just like jumps into the room with me here. And then it's no different to like having, you know, the pets, having John around, what will like, what have you. It's it's more of a, a consciousness concept. And in the video, uh he goes into a lot of detail about these Russian scientists that the CIA have a lot of their data and a lot okay. of their work and everything is linked in the description on the video. Uh, they I just retweeted built... you, by the way. If people want to see this, I just retweeted it as you're, as you're speaking. Go ahead. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh-huh. Um, so basically, uh, it has to do with this idea of using concave mirrors and reaching. Um, they have to be situated in a Fibonacci sequence, which is sort of... Uh, the pattern that everything in nature uh, grows to, which is kind of cool. Like everything in nature grows to a specific numerical uh, trend then or pattern, if you will. Right. And like, I mean, Nostradamus was said to have used these things. And like there's been uh, diagrams from architects and scientists throughout history and mystics who've all said that one of the ways that they were able to see the future, to determine the past was through the use of these specific manufactured uh, mirror, basically, ob- mirrored objects. I'm not explaining it well. It sounds super woo-woo. Okay, well, but... let me ask you this. Do you have to be high on, like, crack to understand this? Cause... No, not at all. I'm not I suggesting think anyone... that you are. I know that you're not, but it sounds like the person who devised this, and I'm not even saying AJ, whoever came up with this concept, it sounds like there's some deep level of consciousness that I haven't yet gained in my 56 years. So, I mean, I... I've had some pretty weird experiences like right. Carl Higby, who I know that you've had on the show tonight. Yes. I do his show regularly on Newsmax. He is one of my best friends in the whole world. Right. Uh, he is, I, Joe, I've done it on this show, let alone Carl's show. I've literally told you things that were going to happen days and weeks and months ahead of time. You have. And they just happen. You did, and you did that through time travel? I don't think it's because I time travel, but what I'm trying to say is like too much weird stuff has happened in my life for me to throw this entire concept out the window. Okay. Like I've seen and experienced too many things firsthand, but watch the video because when I say that it is hard to dispel this stuff with any kind of scientific evidence, it's like I wouldn't be talking about it on national radio if I thought it was going to make me sound like a crackhead. I got you. Um, It probably does make me sound like a crackhead. Not suggesting you're a crackhead. The whole concept, I just think that we might want to do a drug test or, <laughs> or I might want to go get some mushrooms and then I can go there with you. I'm not sure. Um, it's, it's so interesting to me that I'm going to surely read it. I hope everybody will go and check out the retweet that I just did. Go follow K at K Smythe. Give me a minute on Epstein. One minute. Oh yeah. JP Morgan chase just settled that Epstein case, uh, this morning. We got a bunch of emails through work. Uh, don't know how much they're going to settle for. I know that Deutsche bank, uh, they settled with the victims of Jeffrey Epstein for about 75 million. That was what was reported anyway. So I can imagine that it's got to be comparable, if not more, especially given the ongoing litigation between, uh, the U S Virgin islands and JP Morgan, JP Morgan, and that former executive, Jess Staley, who since like had a lot of weird communications with Epstein over the years, all these stories again, all over the Daily Caller. Go read up on all of it today. I think it's great that they've settled. Okay, why don't we know? Why don't we see that list? Why don't we? Why don't we see the list? I don't understand. Explain to me in ten seconds why we haven't seen this list yet. Because everyone who's on the list is probably like trying to control everything that we do right now. Like they're the people that keep the lights on. I would reckon. I think you're so. right. I think you're right. 
I think you are. It's Kay Smythe. Go to at Kay Smythe everywhere. Check her out on Newsmax TV. Go check out everything she does in the Daily Caller. And right here, at least on Mondays, if not more than that. Kay, thanks a million. Thank you so much, Joe. Appreciate I'll see you, you in the future. Going, let me know what happens. All right. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is The Joe Pag Show. Glad to have you. I appreciate you stopping by. Do me a favor. Stop on the website, JoePags.com. It's all things about the show. You can go there and click on store or put in JoePags.com slash store. Sam redesigned a Freedom First shirt. A lot of people have ordered these shirts. Uh, over the weekend, we had a lot of a lot of people grab the only $18 for this T-shirt with uh, Freedom First on at the Joe Pags show. So go check that out. Other stuff, other gear in the store as well. While you're there, make sure you sign up for all the social media. Uh, we're at 183,000 on Instagram. It's Joe Talk Show on Instagram. Been doing these come on reels. Come on. Been doing those reels where I give you a piece of video and complain about something or show you something and then yell come on at the end. I also do them as shorts on YouTube, Joe Pags Radio. Go follow all the, so- the social media. Best way to get the word out there. Best way to get the truth out there and have some fun as well. Let's do some pop culture. Hip. Dirty pop. All right, Paula, what's happening? So this was pretty interesting. Uh, Pat Sajak has announced that this upcoming season will be his final season of uh, Wheel of Fortune. You want to hear something crazy? When I think of Wheel of Fortune, the host for me is Chuck Woolery. Really? Really. He did it before Pat Sajak. Wow. He did the daytime version. And uh, I know Chuck listens to the program up in Austin. He, I swear, I don't think of Pat Sajak and Wheel of Fortune. I know that's weird. Hmm. I just, I don't think I've ever watched it as Pat Sajak was the host. Wow. I, I, I wasn't aware of that. How long has he done it? 41 years. Holy crap. Really? Yeah. Wow. All right. Thank you, Polo. Appreciate that. Thank you, Sam. Appreciate you. I'm Joe. We're back tomorrow. Same time, same place. And again, do me a favor. Stop by the website and follow all the social media. Oddly, I, I'm on it all night if you want to get uh, more about the Joe Pag Show. Have a great night. Bye. This is the Joe Pag Show. Uh, this must be.